Hello, and welcome to another episode of What High School Did You Go To? I'm Gabe Diverge. And I'm Chris Hatfield, um, coming to you live from Portland, Oregon. So we yeah, are been... we are even farther apart, Chris, than ever before. True. But the pot is still strong. The vibes are strong. We're still here. We're in the second uh, COVID pause for the Louisville men's basketball team. Um, what's you know? What, what are you going to hit me with in this cold open? <laughs> I have skied three times in the last month, so I think uh, there's a transformation of Chris Hatfield. I think I'm becoming a ski bro. Are you I becoming a first- ski guy? I know. I, I think I really am. Like I, I got my first. So when you can like kind of ski remotely, well, I, I think the true skiers mm-hmm. actually see that. And, um, you know, I, I'm not a good skier by any, any means, but I can actually get down a hill without falling down now. So that's, 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 an, accompl- know, that's, that's an accomplishment. You're, you're a good skier. <laughs> yeah. So the, the third time skiing in um, Jackson hole, I got exposed to like, this whole this whole skier group and they're just like randomly they're just like hey how you doing um and and just talking to to me for really no particular reason i'm just like it was weird like going out of the way to make conversation so i i don't know if i can fully say i'm a ski bro now but yeah um i i ski now i'm very <laughs> interested in the apriski culture the the everything but skiing culture i guess that's what i'm pontificating about here is i i I think the culture is interesting i am intrigued i'm i'm trying to be a dude in the alps with a bunch of drunk 24 year old swiss people screaming the lyrics to give me gimme gimme by abba like that's the vibe that's the 2022 vibe i'm trying to go for like (laughs) Like I'm just that's that's you know once this this business is over that's where I'm trying to be I'm trying to mm-hmm. you know let me where wherever that party is if you know you get at me uh, I've never skied before I've never snowboarded before uh, I've always joked with people uh, you know in case you weren't aware I'm a brown person brown people don't ski <laughs> and so um, uh, I've, I've never been about that life but I, I want to try it I want to try it. These- I, I want to do these, it. <laughs> these people are truly insane, man. I saw, I saw a lady, a young, probably 13, 14 years old that had a broken leg and was skiing with one leg. No shit. Was skiing better than I was. Never no, seen man. that before. That's and everything bananas. was perfectly normal. And there's just like seven, eight year old kids who I assume oh, yeah. start skiing when they're three or four years old and they're just like ripping the shit. My, yeah. um, it's amazing, man. It's amazing. Why it's amazing. Like culture around it. Uh, it it's, it's, it's interesting. My, my wife's best friend is a huge snowboarder and she's, you know, she has a, you know, she has a kid about the same age of ours and is very much like, yo, you're going to be a snowboarder. And he's like, you know, like two and a half, <laughs> I'm getting all these videos of him. He's like, Oh my God, like freaking out going down. Like, 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 and I know like he's freaking out now, but by the time he's six, he's just going to be like Sean white. <laughs> like he's just going to be destroying it. Um, these are, these are real like COVID pause conversations. Oh, definitely. I that. Um, I, I, you're not on, you're not on TikTok, right? I am not on TikTok yet. Um, do you I know what I'm we, about to I mean, ask t- you we about? Have, we, we have a TikTok account. I should probably get on that eventually and check that out, but uh, you should break down I, stuff. We have a TikTok account. Yeah. If you're on TikTok, what yeah. high school we're on there, I was doing a lot. And then COVID kind of the COVID pause happened and I didn't really have a ton of talk about Louisville basketball was um and I didn't I was like oh maybe I should just talk about Louisville but 
the the rule of the, the, all my all my readings and research say the algorithm really wants me to stick to what I'm doing. So right. it is what it is. But there's a trend on TikTok, Chris, that's like people uh, like they start and the way it goes, like they see this is going to make no sense to anybody who's not <laughs> listening or to anybody who's not watching me. It's so like they sneeze into their 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 arm. Like as if you're sneezing, you're covering your sneeze and then the, the cut happens and they're on the slopes and they do like a, like a shot, you know, like a little bottle, normally a fireball <laughs> and they like drink it back. And I've just seen, my favorite thing is seeing that happen a bunch. And then the people who work at the ski slopes just be like, shut the hell up. No one cares. It just like, just like gets so mad at the people. It's like, I've no, seen that many is, people do it today. <laughs> that is another thing I noted on my last, last time out there was people drink a lot. Oh ski. My. A lot. I didn't realize that this was a thing that people did intoxicate it, but um, I'm, that's why yeah, I'm, people get, people I'm get hammered. In <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Um, there's that. Um, over the last two weeks, the only thing I've really gathered on Twitter that's not sports related, um, that might be related to Louisville, is we have a lot of people angry about sports wagering again. Um, it seems like there's a lot more energy in the air. Did something happen that I missed? Or is um, this just, just well, are, how much are you aware of the uh, the horses, the the historical yeah, horse I was, race? Uh, okay, I, I was aware of all that. So, so that that's just what brought this on. Yeah, so that so that has gotten this, and the people who support sports betting, my I consider myself one of those people saying, you know, why don't we take this opportunity to just legalize a bunch more? <laughs> and of course, that wasn't going to happen. Uh, it's just passed, literally just as we came on. We're recording this on Thursday evening at eight o'clock. Historical slot machines will pass fifty-five to thirty-eight in the House. The Senate has already approved it. Um, the legislature still refuses to call a floor bill about sports gambling. So uh, people have just kind of been angry and a lot of random dudes saying that gambling kills families, but they (laughs) care about. So it's been funny because you've been getting the dudes who are like the horse racing industry is families, families, families have been doing this for generations. We can't let those families down Uh, agreed, understandable. And then the other side is, gambling it ruins families families i've seen families get ruined by gambling and um so it's families versus families chris and i i don't know what bourbon, families are. <laughs> bourbon bourbon's great for families though so um also listen uh matt jones had a good tweet that he was like uh you know, as the Kentucky legislature now debates historical slot machines, a note as wise old pass, every member of the legislature has the ability to buy a derby box near the finish line at face value, which I've heard before. You can imagine what those boxes go for in the secondary market and how much taxes they pay on them, which is probably not a lot. Um, but yeah, no, Chris, I think that's a, <laughs> that's been fun. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Oh, another breaking news is that uh, Jason Whitlock left out, kicked the coverage. Whoa. A byproduct of my failure to properly vet my business partners has led to my departure. I'll be reading that one later. (laughs) We might have to read that one at the end of the show. (laughs) For less than a year, right? Maybe two years close. Um, But yeah, we, we, man, that's, that's something. <laughs> Didn't see that coming. It gets me all time. See, that gets me very excited. Uh, well, we can start the show if you'd like to. Let's start the show. Hit the, hit the intro. All right. 
coming to you from inside the Waterson Expressway. Greatness started in Louisville, Kentucky. It's the only podcast that misses cahoots. This is What High School Did You Go To? With your hosts, Chris Hatfield and Gabe Diverge. And we're back, Chris. Uh, we are recording this on Thursday, as I mentioned. The last time we talked, uh, Louisville was about to face off against uh, Georgia Tech, right? Yeah, was it after Georgia? It no, was after. Right. It, was, <laughs> it was after Georgia Tech because it was at, on a Monday, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. so you're uh, right. We did record after that. Record, we were trying to record after that. Um, and now uh, Louisville has, mi- has missed three games. Uh, they were supposed to play Syracuse, uh, Virginia, and Virginia Tech. And uh, it does not appear like that's going to happen. The next scheduled game is for February the 17th at home against Syracuse. Um, it sounds like it was a good thing that Louisville didn't have to play on Saturday because they weren't going to have everybody there. Um, Mm -hmm. as, as people now know, you know, Chris Mack is now, you know, he tested positive. He is recovering. It sounds like last I heard it was still mild. I haven't heard in a few days. Hopefully he's still doing well. Um, it's just bummer. It's a bummer for me, Chris, because we're still, you know, Dino Gaudi has been taking over the team. They've been doing some individuals. They haven't practiced as a team yet. It's just a real bummer for me because it's just another stoppage of the season. I, I don't know. I don't want to compare Louisville to anyone else, but it does feel like Louisville has been one of the worst affected in terms of having two large stoppages. Um, yeah, I mean, Michigan's had their deal, but that's been right. because of a state, state exactly. like, you know, limitations and stuff like that. It sucked for Louisville in particular because it's happened after probably their most two complete performances, definitely exactly. after Western. Yeah. Um, and you know, I, I saw Georgia tech play Virginia last night. That was a very competitive game until like the last four to three minutes. And then Virginia kind of took off. But I think that Virginia team is I've said it before or that Georgia tech team is, I think they're good. I think they'd be much better with a better coach. Um, so <laughs> I think that's, a, that's, that's a really good win for Louisville. And it just sucks for it to happen. Um, right after that, I, you know, I, I heard the, uh, the press conference that Chris Mack did confirm that someone had to take the Syracuse drive home. Or Maybe uh, that was Dino Gaudio Dino confirmed, confirmed it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which um, if you were on Instagram, wow, you, you could have, you knew who it was, but <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that was crazy. Um, uh, it, it's just a weird time. I know like, on that note, Gonzaga, when they were having their trouble, at one time they had three or four dudes in different states yeah. on their roster. Um, so, yeah, it's, you know, unfortunately, there's not really a lot of angles that we can talk about with this team. It's just like you just want to see them on the court together because I, I thought I thought they had a great chance to win against Syracuse. I yeah. said that on the podcast. I, I said that I thought they were going to kind of actually beat them pretty handily. Um and then you go into that Virginia team and Virginia suddenly came down to earth the last few weeks. They've looked normal, right? Um, looked beatable. Looked so, beatable. I don't know, man. Um, it's nice to get everyone healthy, I guess. Yeah. I know that's the, that's the part of it. I was, I was going to be sure to mention it that, um, you know, it looks like a, uh, both Amy Gahan and Josh Nickelberry, hundred percent back to practice. Malik is still doing individual workouts. I didn't, didn't hear that note on Aiden. So he is. Yeah. So he's back. So the only guy missing now is Malik Williams. I don't know when, you know, there's, they're saying now end of February, apparently. I, I don't know. Um, <clears throat> 
it's it's not ideal I don't, I don't know i think i think the issue i have is that you're asking you're going to be asking a louisville team to get back into the grind they've been out of the grind it's going to be two weeks since in between games you know more than you know 15 days between games <clears throat> and um you're going to ask them to try and get back into the grind the home stretch of the acc i i you know so we've seen it in the NFL a million times, a team that takes the week off. A lot of times they come in rusty and mm-hmm. it's going to take time for this little team to get back in the swing of things. I'm like, yeah, rest is great, but there's a difference between rest and, and rust. And it is, they're, uh, they're going to be rusty and it's going to take there games have, to figure it out. There have been a few teams that for whatever reason have came back from these COVID pauses. And you know, the general sentiment has been that you're going to be rusty, but there's been a few teams that have came back flawless. Right. Um, Florida, Florida State played NC State after not playing for, I think, and the only reason I know this stuff is because I've been wagering on these games. <laughs> um, but but they, they came back after 11-day pause and just shot the lights out against NC State. And that was kind of when Florida State went on that run. They beat Louisville. They, they came to the M Center and won that game. So there are instances to where whatever reason it helps these teams. Right. I think the interesting predicament it brings up now, if – is if Louisville is given the option of going to the ACC tournament, what do they do? Because I think it's still no. I think it still has to be a no, right? Yeah, because I, I think you don't want to risk. Obviously, you didn't have the tournament last year. You're sitting there with the NCA still lingering over with the very real possibility of being a postseason ban. You know, in the next two years. So you don't want to take away a potentially getting COVID a third time yeah. because you, you decided to play in the ACC tournament um, and, and missing the NCAA tournament. So I don't know, but I think it makes that question a little bit more interesting than it had been in the past because you want the opportunity not only to get the good wins, but just to get back into the flow of playing at a competitive, very high level. Um, and, I, you know, you take two weeks off, it's probably going to take you a week to get back to that exactly. point. So you're going to have to get two games under your belt to where you really feel like you're rolling again. So I, I think that interesting, I think that question gets a little bit more interesting. I don't even know how that's going to look, whether the teams are going to have the option, whether the, NC, the ACC is going to say, Hey, if you say no, we're going to find the hell out of you. Like, I, I, I don't, I, I don't see them. Like. I don't see them saying no. I, I, I don't, I don't see them saying that they just can't. Unless they move yeah, the tournament to Indianapolis, which they're not going to yeah. do, um, I just really don't see them doing that. The two is, games is you're talking about. Is that what the Big Ten did? Uh, yes, the Big moved. Ten moved their tournaments to Indianapolis. Oh, okay. um, uh, the two games that you'd be talking about, uh, you know, they play home against Syracuse and then at North Carolina. That's assuming there's no changes in the schedule. I could see the ACC maybe adding a game on Monday. <clears throat> Excuse me, I, I've got a little frog in the throat. Um, so it's not ideal to me. I, I I don't know. I think at you know, Syracuse always confuses this team. I don't know. We we mm-hmm. believed in the team versus Syracuse, but that's just not you know a, a game where you're at you you have to immediately hit the shooting when the team has struggled to shoot so much. That's what right. scares me against it in a game like Syracuse. <clears throat> it's not the worst team, but it's not. It's definitely not the ideal team to be opening up against after a pause for sure, because you have to make those outside shots. Right, and if and if and if you're not used to being active in a game and you immediately have to do all that, that's just. That's just a recipe for disaster. I can see that. And then, you know, a North Carolina team that's still kind of fighting. They're not. They're not out of the tournament bubble by any mm-hmm. means. They're an, always an athletic team. It's, it's, it doesn't seem ideal. Those are two games I would not have wanted. Those two games. Uh, I don't know. 
we joke a lot about the AC, AC is down this year, but the bottom is better than it's usually, it usually is. So, so I, I don't know. I don't know if there'd be a, a good opportunity for Louisville um, up in there, but yeah. Any, any other notes on, on, on this team before we, we, we can, we can look at the bracket matrix as I, which is what I had in the notes. Um, I tweeted about it. They are firmly an eight still, you know, uh, the, the third ranked eight seed. And remember this year is the, um, the, uh, the S curve will be used. And this was updated yesterday. Uh, the Louisville, if you use this bracket matrix bracket, which it's just a, a an average of all the brackets together. Uh, they play Minnesota, who just won tonight. So I don't. So they'd probably move up some. But yeah, I don't want to play the Minnesota. Minnesota. <laughs> the Minnesota game would be interesting because um, another reason I, I researched this game today because I gambled on it. But I know that the 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 two major weaknesses of the Minnesota defense are post defense and three point shooters. Um, Louisville doesn't really have, you know, they have Jalen Withers. He's been hit or miss in the post. So maybe he, if, if they played theoretically, he could show up in that game, but it's still a team that you'd have to hit threes to beat, yeah. which isn't really ideal for this team. Um, I think what you're still kind of gunning for, you know, if we're playing Syracuse and everything's going to go as scheduled, I think you're still gunning for that six seed. Um, I, I think Louisville, can put themselves in that position um, with a win against Syracuse, a win against North Carolina, get, get hot down the stretch. I, I kind of think that's where they're going to be topping out maybe a five seed. Yeah. Um, but I think the goal for this team should be a six seed right now. So I think we'll a see. few wins and that's definitely possible, but time's running out and you just had two weeks of, <laughs> of no. Yeah, I, so I mean, the, the, the good thing is the Virginia tech game did get rescheduled. Yes, I did, I did see that. So um, at least you're not going to lose that game, but you'd like to see. I mean, you'd like to see the yeah, they're going to play it on get the rescheduled too. So, I mean, you, you just want the opportunities to get those good wins because if you're talking right now, like what is Louisville's best win? Is it, is it Seton Hall? Is it Western Kentucky? Is it Virginia Tech? Is it it's, Georgia it's, Tech? I mean, it's Virginia Tech. It's, it might still be Seton Hall. Seton Hall's 31st and Ken Palm. Yeah, so the the fact that that answer is not clear cut is the problem in itself. Um, I, I, You're right. I think so. You're right. Um, it's it just you know I, I I don't hate like I don't hate being an eight seed. Um, I, I would like to be an eight seed in the in the worst one seed bracket, obviously. <laughs> but I, I I don't think that spot's like terrible. I don't want to play Baylor or Gonzaga. Um, you know, the other the other one seeds right now are Michigan and Ohio State, which I don't I don't think both of those teams would would make the. I feel like no, yeah. they would they would maybe pump up Villanova or Alabama, and yeah, I'd be so perfectly to, I'd be perfectly fine fine playing one of those teams. And yeah, you give them your I mean, best I, shot. I, if they play their game, you lose. But if you if they are a little off and you play your best game, you can win that game. That's a little yeah. And then and then who are the rest of the two seeds? So you have Alabama and Villanova. Who are the other two? Uh, you have Illinois, Villanova, Alabama, Houston are pretty firmly and, the two seats. Oh, There's man. a gap and between El- Houston and Virginia for three. An Illinois Louisville game in the second round would be so goddamn fun because Illinois doesn't play defense. I wouldn't like Louisville's chances, Yeah, but just seeing Carleek and David Johnson go head to head with their guards, 
that would be fun as hell. Um, I'm not really sure that Louisville would have an answer for Kofi down low, but I can totally see Louisville. I I always think of Illinois in terms of their fan base. They're such a tortured fan base and (laughs) I could just see, I could just see Louisville, you know, that's, uh, uh, I'd be the first time they've played since the, uh, since the Oh five final four. If I, if I'm thinking correctly, and uh, it would just be an opportunity, you know, a fun kind of upset. I could see, I could see that it happening. Would, just like it would be, it would be like one of the few opponents they played where you can say that Louisville's backcourt would match their backcourt. Like definitely. they have Adam Miller, Adam Miller, who the, the Louisville was in on him. Late. Uh, well, I forgot about that. So that dude's definitely uh, going to drop a hundred on Louisville if he plays him. <laughs> but no, that would, that would be fun as hell, though, because like I said, Illinois doesn't play any defense. Um, so you know, it's it's going to be an eighty. It would be an eighty seventy game, which would be fun. Um, but yeah, um, I a lot of those two seeds. Obviously, if you if you're just saying right now, what was an eight seed or a seven seed? Just keep me away from Gonzaga or Baylor, and I'll take my chances. <laughs> I'm right there with you. That's a good. I think that's a good good spot to to close on. Um, yeah. Let's move on to the to the football team that is uh, started up the spring practice, um, and a lot of the talk, Chris, in the you know especially the past month or so, um, Louisville wise, has been about the changes in staff. Um, Louisville had to replace four assistant coaches in the offseason, a running backs coach, a quarterbacks coach, and an offensive line and safeties coaches. Um, they started spring practice on Monday. There is, you know, four new guys. Um, they added uh, Darrell Sims to be the running backs coach. They promoted Pete Thomas, who was a QC, to quarterbacks coach. They added Jack Bicknell, uh Jr. to be the offensive line coach who came from um, Auburn. And they just got to Greg Gasperto, who was a former army coach uh, to be the safeties coach. Um, But as we talked about before this started, Chris, the big news of this offensive staff, the biggest news um, is that there will not be an offensive coordinator on this team, that the offensive coordinator effectively is Scott Satterfield, who has always called the plays on the offense. He's basically been the offensive coordinator, but there won't be one in name, you know, now that Dwayne Ledford is gone. Um, you said you were pretty surprised at how little, I don't know, I think just maybe the COVID type stuff maybe kind of dominated, but what was your, what, you said you were a little taken aback at it, Chris. What, what was your reaction? I just think it's interesting that Scott Satterfield is putting himself in the position to not give himself like even a, a fall guy, any, any guy to, you know, take a shoulder, some of the blame, even if it's not warranted particularly I don't think the offense struggled. Well, I don't know. They did struggle, but it was more <laughs> turnover based, but yeah. there were a lot of questioning on the, on the play calls, whether you're running on first down or you're not getting Fitzpatrick involved enough. You're not getting Tutu Atwell involved enough, things of that nature. Um, and then, you know, you add in all the, the off season chaos. And this is the, this is the moment that you take to say, Hey, I'm going to shoulder all the blame or I'm going to take all the credit. You know, I'm, 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 I'm all in on my ability, my coaching ability, and this is how I feel. So I'm going to take full responsibility for the same. I just think it's interesting. I obviously, I hope it works out, but it's not going, you know, you know, <laughs> we'll starts out the season. Oh, and two, well, they, they play Eastern Kentucky, so they won't start. Oh, and two, but if, if they, the old Miss game is just a disaster. Um, you know, it's going to be pretty loud, pretty early, um, because of things like that. So, 
yeah, I don't know. I don't know how you feel. No, I think it's interesting. I mean, you talk about the fall, the fall guy type, you know, he's not, he's not following the Chris Carter school fall guy. Um, always got to have a fall guy. Um, I, I'm not making a ton of it just because with, with teams like this, like, I mean, Bobby Petrino had an offensive coordinator and did that offensive coordinator really do anything? No. So like, I'm not, I don't know. I don't know how much I make of it. I, it, I, I was really excited for our guy Gunter Brewer to get promoted to OC. <laughs> I was really hoping for that and that didn't happen. So a little bummed about that. Um, I just think it's a layup take. For people to have no no I, 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 like, I it's think, like it's like you know they should have hired an offensive coordinator like i mean easy. i think no you're right you're right it's the thing that if any and and if you want to look at it that way maybe it's interesting from a satterfield point of view it's like he's doubling down on himself you know he knows yeah, he's got no he, he knows he's got to figure this thing out and he's got to rate the ship and it got a lot harder with how much turnover and coaching he's got um i did want to know i found it really interesting if brian brown stayed in Louisville. I, I, huge. I, 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 like I saw people talking about it. I didn't, I don't know if it was like as made as big a deal about it as it really was just because I think people weren't caring about football, you know, also there, but that was, you know, to turn down an SEC school to, to stay to Louisville, to be, you know, a defensive coordinator. Um, I found that really interesting and that color. No. And I, I think I low key kind of think that Brian Brown is really fucking good at his job. Honestly, I, because, I completely agree with you. I mean, the, 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 the defense improved. I mean, what he, what he had at the end of last year to what they finished was just remarkable to me. Um, and they didn't really get enough credit that, that they deserved because of the team's overall record. But yeah, you're right. Um, he turned down Tennessee, right? That's who it was. Yeah, I don't. I don't have the S and P Plus in front of me uh, for for the the advanced analytics that Bill Connolly puts out from ESPN. But I do recall someone saying that the Louisville defense was projected higher than the offense. I think they were like thirty second compared to like thirty seventh or something for the for the offensive defense, yeah. um, which is pretty fat is pretty fascinating and is a testament to Brian Brian Brown. I, I do think that. Um, I could totally see, you know, their, their relationship. They, you know, I, I it, it almost kind of smells to me more of a Brian Brown is, is, is attaching his links to the Scott Satterfield tra- chain even tighter than in terms of Brian Brown believe doesn't believe in himself or believes in Louisville. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think that I, I think that definitely, you know, Sat was like, you know, if I leave, you're going to be the, the DC wherever I go, like type of deal. Yeah. And um, was it, you brought up the S and P. Was it as funny to you as it was to me that Kentucky fans were up in arms that somehow Louisville was once again ranked higher than them for like this? This just keeps happening. It happened last year. It, it happened last had, year. It, it really shouldn't have happened last year. I'll, I'll, I'll come to. I'll come out and say that. Um, but it is funny. It's really well, funny that it keeps hindsight's happening. always twenty twenty. But I did. I joked. I joked how many not too early, you know, too early top twenty fives Louisville's in, and Kentucky fans were acting like they were like the second favorite for the SEC East, and they're doing the same thing again. And I, they're they're starting to do it in basketball too, which is just funny. Oh, about um, next season? After, no, just like after after the Arkansas game. 
they were like so mad and i'm like bro you should have been mad like a month ago we do we were going to talk we were going to talk about this let's do, do you want to talk about the arcus I, I didn't write it down in the notes and he was forgetting something what what no, do you want to say it, it's just like <laughs> there's no little stuff to talk about so we gotta talk about kentucky <laughs> basically i'm just like there's so much angst towards everything that should like there, there's no angst towards john calipari like in the last like few weeks there was right. there was this there was a short-term thing me and you talked about it where there was kind of like a build-up towards calipari about the whole dante allen stuff and things like that and then after the arkansas game it's just like officials 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 and then it's like well at least they played hard these guys haven't given up and i'm like yo this is kentucky basketball what the hell's going on like I I think it's definitely I when I was like taking the temperature of Kentucky fans I mean like the losses a month ago it was anger it was just like this isn't us this isn't what we do we don't lose these games we don't play like this blah 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 blah, blah. We're, we're Kentucky basketball and now it's just tired this these guys are on cruise control I have never seen anybody care more about a wide receiver transfer than Kentucky fans aired this week but never they I, are on I, cruise control they are getting the heck out of dodge they're ready for this thing to be over thank I god the cbi isn't happening so they don't have to even <laughs> pretend to think about that might being a possibility yeah. what a what a what a break for those dudes i um, do agree with you but i was just shocked at the amount of attention that was still being given to like one weird call after the Arkansas game. I'm like, well, why do you even? They care missed at this eight point? free throws. They missed eight yeah. free throws and lost by one. You shot 64 percent from the line. If you shoot 80 percent, you win. <laughs> you win. And, what, and what I was referring to, like they're starting to do it with Kentucky basketball, is here in a few weeks. You know, Kentucky may finish this season with a few wins because they they end they have a really bad schedule. Then right. I know they play Vanderbilt Vanderbilt again, so that's another win. Um, and then you're going to hear Cal talking about this summer about how he likes his team, how he likes the guys that are coming in, and then everything that happened this year is going to be gone. And the football team, in, in the same way, is you know you hear people talking about oh we're gonna we're gonna challenge in the SEC East. They're going to go seven and five and it's going to be disappointing. And it's going to be like, you know, it's Kentucky football. What do you want? And then we're just going to play the game over and over and over again. And it's just funny. It's just funny. That's all it is. You you forgot about the fact that we have the, you know, like Boston's still going to be a, a, a lottery pick. So we'll right. still get Cal that. Be at the draft. We'll still get that Cal, that Cal phone call five minute segment on ESPN. Um, let me see where he is right now. I, just, I was just pull. Uh, is oh, Isaiah Jackson is on is the 18th pick. I don't think Boston's on here right now. Well, Isaiah, Isaiah Jackson is good, so he should. Yeah, Isaiah Jackson will. He'll still. He'll figure it out. He'll make it into that top 15. This man's making a business decision because he's been told if he leaves now, he's still a lottery pick. Shout to this man. Um, yeah. So, you know, and then the NBA finals will happen, you know, AD will probably, you know, the Lakers will probably be out there. Um, you know, maybe the Knicks do some fun shit in this, in this playing <laughs> game tournament and you'll have that, you'll have Calipari on that. 
and you're absolutely right. You're going to have all that. It's going to be hilarious. Oh, I hope he joins the uh, the studio um, for the NCAA tournament game. That'd be nice. That would be cool. I would enjoy that. I enjoy I enjoy <laughs> hearing Calipari talk about non-Kentucky things. <laughs> Even some Kentucky things I enjoy him talking about. Yeah. Um, Things about that that it for that, Chris. But uh, we have to we have to really come to the topic at hand. Unless you got something else before we we really no, dig I'm down good. deep in what's affecting this community. To get to the crux of the show is the most important thing. So let's, um, let's do that, Chris. As I mentioned, the weathermen the weather is is happening around here, and the weathermen are on the loose. Um, it's not been as outward like guns in the streets as we saw regarding the hurricanes but um you know weinberg he's on his shit uh <laughs> the, the guys at whas are on their game shout out to the homie ryan hoke at, at wave three my guy uh he's on his game um <clears throat> what have you noticed being a guy from afar the social media presence i have a question for you after this but i want to get your kind of take here what's your thoughts on 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 what you've seen being an outsider but also an insider of course i've been in i've been in a few communities and i've made sure that i've followed their weatherman on twitter just to compare um and i will say that the kentucky weatherman game is unparalleled like it is not this real in other communities i'm just saying that for for what it's worth like this this shit that we have going on right now is you know, they talk about the golden era of the Louisville Kentucky rivalry of Rick Bettino and John Calipari. This is what's going on right now with Mark Weinberg in this market. It's beautiful. Um, do you have any idea of who had the most accurate forecast on this on this snowstorm that moved in? Do you do you have anything? I hate to put you on the spot. You well, I not, think but. I think most of it right now. Um, <clears throat> It was pretty, I think everyone about said half an inch of ice. They were pretty, everyone was about okay. spot on with that. If, if, if I'm, if I'm correct, someone can, can correct me if, if I'm incorrect, but um, that feels about, that feels about right. Everyone cool. was about good. Um, I think, I think the big crux of the issue right now. Oh no, no, don't look, don't look, don't look at the, the document. Do not go to the oh, document. I, I, oh, I, I'm not, I'm not. I'm okay. Here. Cause I have a surprise for you that I want to, uh, an okay. activity. I want to go with it. But, um, Weinberg's upset that, uh, you know, we're, we're going to name names. The so same names, Ben Pine of WHAS 11, uh, tweeted out, uh, about the, um, you know, the, the fact that there's another weather system coming and looking at these maps, um, you know, and he even said, you know, I want to shout out to Pine. Pine even said, you know, I wouldn't get too excited yet. Uh, you know, it's still early. You know, so you know, give him the credit where it's due. He yeah, hasn't what responded. Is, what is wrong with that? Like, I, I don't think anything's wrong with that at all. Also, the thing about it is, is that like we joke, you know, we're, we're having these conversations. I think people have their favorites, but Louisville Weather Twitter, they like mass tag all these dudes. Like, mm-hmm. yo, like Lisa went out and took pictures on her deck and patio and wants to show you how much ice is on her branches and tags Mark and Jay Cardosi and Ben and Ryan Oak and Suzanne from WLK. Well, I don't know who she is, but you know, all these people. Um, she wants everybody to know. So it's like, they're kind of all, they're all, it's, it's like, they're all competing for the same people, but like everyone has their guys, like still like, Mm -hmm. they're still like their squads. Um, 
but I'm glad to hear that you don't, there's, you're not seeing these things in other places. And I, I actually asked a few other people, I was like, is this, do you see this kind of same level of kind of snippiness? And none of them, like none of my buddies were like, no. Truly not. Like anywhere. there's, there's a few, there's a few weathermen um, that do like uh, Northern Montana weather. And they also do like the Oregon weather or huh. no. Yeah, no, the Washington weather. Sorry, I was thinking of the border state. Okay, I don't okay. know why I said Oregon. So yeah, they kind of like double double dip on that perspective, I guess, because it's just like the weather's not very different. I don't know, um, but no, dude. Like I, I I specifically follow these people on Twitter. I even followed them on Instagram just to see if I could like get a feel for that thing, and it is right. not the same thing at all. Um, it, it is not even close. I find it funny that. I've I've been watching the weather coverage because this storm has obviously been like affecting everyone in the United States. And yeah. I really don't understand why we have to have people out in the snow, like in the backyard, to be <laughs> telling me that there's fucking ice on 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 the on the chairs of the the lawn chairs. Like, okay, I get it. It's cool. Like if you Thanks, want to go Lisa, to the road me, and say like that. I, I didn't want to have to get up and open my blinds, Lisa. Appreciate it. <laughs> Save me a trip. Yeah. Um, it's so funny, dude. It's, uh, but let me get to this, this activity I have for us. Okay. <laughs> okay. So my question for you, Chris, we're going to go through each of these guys. If each, and you know, you know, if each weatherman was a college basketball program, Ooh. what college basketball program would they be? So I've got, I've got Harned, Cardosi, Weinberg, anyone else we need to add? I feel like those are the ones people are most you know, knowing of. No, that that that's good. Okay, let's we're gonna save Weinberg for last, just because you know he's the okay. guy. He's just the, okay. <laughs> so let's go with Harned. Now let's go with Cardosi first. Cardosi, long-term guy, CBS. I I want to say he's a little. It's not boring. You know what you're gonna get with 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 Syracuse. Syracuse. <laughs> Uh, okay all right that, that, that uh, that'll be my best one like, oh that was pretty good Syracuse has been he's been around for a while you know it's kind of been the same but you know not too interesting you know like ncis you know is ncis the syracuse of television shows like you know what you, you get in the zone you get in the, you get in the zone with, with ncis man it looks a little different they might have a five star you know, do you, do you, do you have another they got LL Cool they, This year they got LL Cool J, you know, but it's still the zone. It's still the zone. <laughs> <laughs> incredible. Where was the girl? Uh, Kevin Harned, who's also been around for a while. But I think the thing about Harned is he's got, he's got like some pizzazz to him. You know, yeah, and the, he's, he's, he's got also the razzle like really, dazzle. <laughs> he's also like really nice. As like a person, so. Uh, Do you know that man. from experience? Yeah, well, he's from Nelson County. I've met. Oh, him of course. Before. I'm like, sorry. I'm so. You know what? I have met him before at a Nelson County event. I lied. Yeah. I have. I went. He's, to a, he's from when, from Boston, Kentucky, actually. So um, I went to I went to an event where he was the auctioneer. Chris, did you know he's an auctioneer on the side? <sighs> yeah, I've heard that before. <laughs> I um, was thoroughly I, impressed. I can't picture that. So I don't have a good one. I'll say Tennessee. 
and that that's just not good. Um, what do you, what do you say? I should have thought about this more. Um, Texas? No. No. no that's all right. <laughs> how about how about Oregon? Oregon football, I can feel you. Um, <laughs> They're interesting, but they've never, you know, they've never been the tippy top. They never, they've got some flash, they got some pizzazz. I don't know. <laughs> maybe Baylor, maybe Baylor basketball. I'm with you. I'm Let's with go you. Baylor basketball. Okay. Okay. All right. Cool. Um, the last one, Weinberg, you know, who is very direct. <laughs> He's very, he's willing to call you out. I feel like we can't say, uh, he's not, he hasn't, I don't know how long he's been here, but I don't think it's been that long. Like, I want to say it's less than 10 years, but more than five. Yep. So I don't want to say, I don't want to say he's Kentucky, is what I'm saying here. No, No, he, he, he hasn't been at the top very long. But he like acts like he has. Um, You're gonna say Virginia basketball. <laughs> You're gonna say Virginia basketball. <laughs> That's where I was going. <laughs> but the thing, the thing about that is, is that nobody associated with the Virginia basketball team wears Ed Hardy shirts. Listen, yeah. so. <laughs> I've seen the other thing about Weinberg. I've seen is he's a huge MMA guy, huge right. MMA, and, and, guy. and that's that's not Virginia at all. It's not Virginia, ah, but that's where I was going. Um, There's a little man. muscleman. There's a little muscleman in in, yeah, in Weinberg. There is a little a little Nate Oates, a little Nate Oates, in, in <laughs> a little Indiana basketball, a little Texas football. Yeah, I, yeah. Um, We've got an amalgamation here. I think. We, it, it's impossible to define, um, but I think Alabama basketball might be the best one. That's why he's our guy. That's why, <laughs> you know, that's why he's our guy because he's hard that to describe. Very, very Wasn't that great? Wasn't that a great, a great activity? I thought about it like three hours ago. It's like, holy crap, and I read on my phone. I, um, I will never see Jay Cardosi and not think Syracuse basketball for the rest of my life. Definitely. Definitely. Um, <laughs> We'll see when we get on this Monday uh, storm if it happens. Uh, could be, could be, could be a big storm. We haven't had, we hadn't had a winter weather advisory in seven hundred days That's in the city, which is it's um, it's nuts. Like I, I mean, there's a there's a winter storm warning here in Portland. I don't know what's happening outside right now. Like there's just a layer of ice over this window. Apparently, it's supposed <laughs> to snow at some point, but. That's not what I'm seeing right now. Um, but yeah, man, it's been crazy. Um, the Montana roads, dude, I, I've driven on so many roads in the last like month mm-hmm. to where I'm using the, they have these poles on the side of the road that they use when they plow the roads to, to see where the road is. And that is what, what I wow. use to, to navigate because they're white out conditions, the wind, um, you're talking about 40, 45 mile per hour winds and it just blows the snow. And literally the visibility is maybe a quarter of a mile and that's probably pushing it. It's insane. It is insane. Man. Um, it's really crazy. And then you go talk to these people and you're like, have you ever seen a tornado? And they're like, whoa, you've seen a tornado before? 
<laughs> so it's 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 just funny. Um, but yeah, it's it's crazy. Well, I'm glad you know. I you know I know it wasn't the best circumstance, but glad you you know you've, you're figuring out, getting making something of it. And uh, yep. you know, you said you're gonna you're gonna be in town sometime soon. Hopefully, maybe both of you and I will have some vaccines by then. And uh, you know, never know what happened. We'll hang out. Um, <laughs> I have to, uh, when I was when I was in town last time, I um, I'm I'm having fun driving around and being surprised by the the subtle little things I notice on like an extra lane on a street here, like they paved this road or things like that. I was I had just clicked for for something to read when we were done talking that they were uh, they're going to convert several one way streets to two way traffic downtown. Uh, they're going to convert. Nice chestnut street and muhammad ali it's two-way streets which is huge it's a big deal yeah apparently that's i stuff. didn't realize how bad one-way streets were for uh like hurting people so yeah this this summer um a podcast topic will definitely be about the downtown highways because that's something we've already talked about a little bit but we just need to do a full podcast about it and what they got someone in for that is you know there i know there's there was a few stories that went around that the government's gonna make available like a bunch of money to consider tearing down highways louisville will never tear down 64 I'll, i'll believe when i see it and i'll I'll be there to sledgehammer a, a piece <laughs> off one of those overpasses. Uh, right. It's, it's, I saw some people posting just like, you know, I was messing around. Here's my rendering of what it would look like. And it's just like, this is incredible. <laughs> and yeah. Holy crap. This would be so dope. Um, but yeah. yeah I, I mean, you, you notice it a lot more when you just, when you just leave Louisville. I yeah. mean, I'm not even talking about go far away, but just go to like Indiana or Tennessee. And you're like, these roads suck, but man, local roads really suck. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's true. It's true. All right, Chris, I think that's it for us today. Hopefully we'll have some, uh, some info um, soon about these games. I'm sure we'll, if it will, we'll, we'll pod if they, if, if they do something before Wednesday, we'll, we'll have a pod out. If not, we'll do it Monday or, or Tuesday uh, before the Syracuse game at home. Yeah. So, all right, guys, take care out there, stay safe, and uh, we'll see you next time.